Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Rich Homie Diddy, a.k.a. Uh, Two Diddy Shakur, a.k.a. <laughs> um, just, we're, we're doomed, um, a.k.a. Um, I feel like Chucky, <laughs> Chucky Finster today. Um, and giggling and on the hotline. As always, it's my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. Mrs. I Am Not My Hair, a.k.a. your skank adjacent saint, a.k.a. Fleetman's Cove, a.k.a. Notorious H-O-E, a.k.a. that little baby who just won't listen. Cowman. What's up? What's up? Where do? Where um? So all right. So you know, you know, it's a fucked up. You know, it's a fucked up time frame. When I I I go see my therapist yesterday. You know, privilege being able to see a therapist, all that shit. And I had left my therapist in a good. You're supposed to leave your therapist in like a better mood than you go in, right? Yeah. Like otherwise, I feel like that's just like hustling backwards. And by the end of the night. I was, you know what I mean? I'll put it like this. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I, it's not even a, it's not even just a physical tired. It's an emotional tired. And it's a, it's, it's getting harder for me. And I, I guess this is just a, a transparent moment. It's getting harder for me to muster up the energy to give a fuck about Man, shit. say that. Even things that I should generally give a fuck about. Like, you know self-care and mental health and you know making sure your space is top-notch and all of those things that you know you generally supposed to give a fuck about i just can't muster the energy to give a fuck no more and so i know you don't watch the sports so it's like for ones who do it's like you ever seen a team in like the fourth quarter that's getting their ass beat so like a typical Bengals game in the fourth quarter they getting their ass beat. And you can just tell them niggas to stop crying for real, for real. They're just kind of going through the motions, hoping that this game is going in. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. Or it's like, if, it's like when you're at a concert and the person performing clearly doesn't give a fuck. So you stop giving a fuck and stop, like, you know, giving energy. So it's like that camera performance I went to. Just, 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 all right. You don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck either. We both just gonna be two not giving a fuck ass niggas. And that's kind of where I'm at because it's like mm-hmm. having hope feels foolish. And between all of the shit that's going on in my job, you know, and like between the job market being extremely trash for most of us while all mm-hmm. of this shit's going on in my job. Mm-hmm. To, to what James uh, Baldwin said, to be relatively conscious as a Negro is to be in a constant state of rage. To, to trying to be, you know, 
to trying to be informed about shit and just leaving what you wanted to be informed about just completely depressed. It feels like hope is foolish. You know what I mean? It feels like what's the, what's the point of trying? What's the point of getting your hopes up? Because 2020 is here to shit on all your dreams, goals, hopes, aspirations, things you thought you cared about, people you thought you cared about. It just it just doesn't seem, and I know this is a very dark start, right? I, I, want, I generally don't want to be the one to make it dark, but it's got to the point for me where I don't even feel like talking about my shit or talking about my shit to others because who because a everyone's down bad mostly and b who gives a fuck you know what i mean because everything is fucking trash it's like it's like it's like do do niggas who get hit by the tornado talk to the other niggas who get hit by the tornado about how bad the tornado hit them no nigga you see my house i see your house we'll move on you know what i mean like i'm I'm using social media less because social media is becoming increasingly accessible only problem is my job kind of requires me to be on social media and social media marketing just a lot. You know what I mean? So, and so I think what some of the catalysts of that is what we will talk about first. We actually, we are recording on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. We're actually, this is international podcast day. Did not know that. Oh, wow. Stroke of luck, stroke of timing, I guess. Did not know that. I I don't keep up with all of these random ass holidays. I'm 95% sure y'all just make up and pull out y'all ass. But, Apparently today is International Podcast Day, so stream some real niggas. But so the reason we're recording this a day later is because you know what? We was like it'll be the responsible thing to do to like watch this presidential debate, and I'm using the term presidential in all of the quotation marks that I can muster because you know we 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 want to be informed, and we want to be able to inform people who may have not had the chance to watch it. When I tell you, and also I was with my mom because I had to do, I had to do some shit, I had to pick up some shit from my mom. I couldn't even be drunk like I wanted to. When I tell you, I watched first, the first five minutes and realized that I made a terrible, grave mistake. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so boom. So, you, how are you? Before we get into actual debate, how are you, friend? Today, your girl actually is great. Um. So to the last time we recorded, it was the last couple of times we recorded, things for me had just been very heavy. So I'm glad that I'm in a very, very, I'm, I'm on my way to a better space. I'm in a better space currently and then just doing the work to stay there, right? Um, we talk a lot about doing the work. So I don't want to be the girl that's like telling y'all to live a life I'm not currently doing. Um, to bring it to perspective, um, I took a position with a company that I was originally pretty excited about just because it's very reputable as a fortune 500 company um i'm their regional operations coordinator so yay go alex right um two years ago actually i interviewed for uh, a job that and listen mama knows better than to tell you niggas where i work because hell no but i interviewed for a job and i was just i i they actually passed on maybe because i was underqualified i just it was a shot in the dark right um fast forward two years later um they invited me to reapply for the same position they sent me an email letting me know hey this job is now also available you should go for it i'm like fuck it you know in two years time i've gotten a lot i i've in two years time i've become a different person i've gotten different experiences maybe maybe you just shoot your shot Mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah, so, you know. I mean, that's the name of the podcast. I mean, that's the name of the podcast. Whether you listen, I don't. Whether I don't you let sound, you tell me no. 
whether you sound under, you know what I'm saying, sound under underwater, or you don't sound underwater, or you sound, you know, I think, I think one thing, because, and I cut you off, and I do apologize for that, but I think one thing that people, when they hear our podcast name, right, they, they automatically, you know, attribute it to relationships, right, like shooting your shot at the DM, shooting your shot, you know, at the right. at the girl that you like or the dude that you like, and while that's right. part of it, I think there's you can you also shoot your shot in life. You shoot your shot in friendships. Like, hey, that person seems cool. That person seems like they can put me on some game. That person seems like somebody I can hang around with. Shoot your shot. Talk to them. You know what I'm saying? That job. Mate. One thing I think that we have learned over the last four years is do not think that you are underqualified for anything anymore. If the person who is in the Oval Office can get into the Oval Office with his qualification, I feel like everyone should be able to get everywhere with their qualification if they show the, the ability to do the job. But that's a point that we're going to put a pin in for later on in this episode. But just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, whether that's business, friendship, romantic, whatever the case may be. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, like you say. I'm going to force you to tell me no. I'm not going to just assume that you're going to say no. And that's you're going to have to and tell me. Right. And that, getting back to my, my point, right? I don't, assume, I don't assume a no. Hell no. Nah. You're going to have to tell me. And I, at this point in my life, I'm the kind of girl who's going to make herself so undeniable that no is going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt me. If you have to tell me no, I want you to make sure that you thought long and hard before you had to tell me that, right? Well... My God being who she is, they offered me the job literally on the spot. And they made me a tentative offer. Um, all the formalities, I should be getting an email for that after like my background back as it should. Um, I should be getting an email for all of that kind of stuff um by the end of this week, at the beginning of next, the latest, to get the ball rolling on everything. But yeah, the job I actually wanted um hit me back. And it goes to show you that one number one, you never stop trying. And the position that I got with this company is not, to be honest, um, is not the original position I, um, I, I applied for, if I can be frank about it. It's, a, it's actually technically a step down. But it wasn't necessarily the job I wanted. It was the organization I wanted to be a part of, right? So mm-hmm. um, I am taking, technically, I am taking a pay cut to be a part of this, to, to take the job. But um, with that being said, it is more or less about getting in. And that's all I wanted. That's literally all I wanted. I wanted to get in. And I know what it's going to take in order for me to make sure one plus one for me equals two. And the job is going to do that. Like, I'm not going to take a pay cut that, make, that leaves me worse off than where I am now. That's stupid. But it is technically less money than I, than I was expecting right now. But, you know, it just teaches you to how to play the long game. Like, no, I don't have I don't have all the answers in this moment. That doesn't mean that I don't have answers. So just going for it, trusting God, um, respecting the process and trusting God. And I really have to get back to that. So this is a lesson for me. And there's some growing pains, absolute growing pains I'm going to go through with this. But I'm geeked. I'm geeked. So my, my official start date will be next month. The company that I currently work for right now, in two weeks, I'm going to give two weeks because I don't want to dick anybody over, but I'm out of here. But speaking of which, while we're here, so my first day with the company, I'm, my temporary company, we'll call, um, was Monday, right? 
pretty geek. Mm-hmm. I get up early. I look snazzy. You know, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Um, of course, the presidential debate was last night, and it is common practice to leave politics out of the office. I want you to assume my political affiliation. I'm not giving you any answers about that because it's none of your fucking business, right? But, of course, I walk into the office and everybody is, of course, talking about what is due last night was, right? And I go, the only thing I said out of my mouth was um, the existence of, I said it was just completely, I said it it was an embarrassment because it, it was, right? And this white man that, I, of course, a white man, I'm also the only black woman who's in my office day to day. So there's another, I, I'm the only black person in my office at all. The janitor is not even white. I mean, not even black. I'm the black, I am the only black person in this entire building, as a matter of fact. So I'm uncomfortable. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. This is my third day in. I'm uncomfortable. And now that I know that I'm not staying, I got as good because he knows I'm not going to make it. Um, long story short, this man assumed my political, um, my political affiliation. And I'm like, how did you get that? He was like, well, doesn't your community, he assumed that my vote was going to be Democrat. It is, but he doesn't know that. Right. And so he was like, his comment to me was, doesn't your, your community typically vote for, excuse me, doesn't your community typically vote in the left? So I looked this man dead in his fucking face and I asked him, what community is that? And you could hear a pin drop inside of my office. I, like, I criticized the debate, not, any, not Trump, not a political party. I, meant, I made no mentions of anybody's, of my preferences at all. I made a generalization that could be true for both candidates. And you assumed I was talking about Trump because I'm black. You know, hello, HR. Like, I, ugh. you know what, Calvin? Let's cut to the debate. Let's talk about it. All right. Okay. So last night, so last Tuesday night, the reason that we were we are recording a day later, um, they had the first of what is scheduled to be three presidential debates, um, in Cleveland, Ohio. So shout out to Ohio. And. We again, we're generally not a political podcast, right? We're generally not a political podcast. We we try, we, but but we are I, socially responsible. We try, but um, so from like five minutes in, it, it it's hard to say something went off the rails if it never was on the rails, honey. So you so you had you have a moderator. The moderator is Chris Wallace. He is from Fox News, um, a we know who Fox News is. You know what I mean? Kind of like there's 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 some uh, cable news companies that have a left leaning slant, like like MSNBC, and mm-hmm. some have a right leaning slant, like Fox News. You know, it it is what it is. I I can't call I call I call a spade a spade. And when I tell you that this moderator, I've seen middle school substitute teachers get more respect than 45 gave Chris Wallace last night. I see, I've, like, I've seen overwhelmed eighth grade substitute teachers because, we, again, we all know middle school kids are assholes. Mm-hmm. This, is not, this is not an opinion. This is a fact. <laughs> so 
But I've seen substitutes get more respect because when we talk about the general decorum of a debate, right? I, I did speech and debate in high school in my freshman year of college. So I know, so personally, I know what an actual debate is supposed to look like. They agreed pr- prior to each candidate will have two minutes to speak when asked a question. And then if the other person wants to re- then rebuttal, you get like a minute to kind of get your rebuttal in. Shit went out the window in the first 20 seconds. You know what I mean? That yep. first, the first question. And so you have 45 kind of just talking over everybody, talking over Biden, talking over the moderator. And, like, the moderator is trying to, like, get, you know, moderate shit. He's failing miserably because, again, Trump is literally just not letting people do their jobs. He's talking over him. He's talking over Biden. Like, Biden and what? So, okay. One thing I didn't know about Biden that I found out, I know this probably was written prior to, but I found out last night. We we always made fun of made fun of Biden because he had a tendency to stumble over his words. He has gaffes and mm-hmm. you know verbal verbal slip ups. I thought it was just because he's old. Now again, I'm own my I'm own my biases. I'm own my assumptions here. I thought the nigga old. That's what old people do. Biden mm-hmm. has a legitimate stuttering issue, like a legitimate speech impediment that he's fought. For fought through, fought for, all of that. And, and that hit me, because I know plenty of people who have speech impediments. I used to have a speech impediment. I literally had to go to speech therapy and learn, and like almost relearn how to talk. Mm-hmm. Wild, wild for someone who does podcasts now, right? So, but when Biden, so every time Biden would try to like make sure he's saying what he wants to say, because you if you're a normal citizen, you can have slip-ups every now and then, You can, but people kind of know what you meant. If you're the presidential candidate, you gotta, be, you gotta be able to say what you want to say. But every time Biden would try to, like, make sure he had his words correct, 45 would talk over him and kind of derail the conversation. That happened the majority of the night to the point, so for me, so for me, I, again, I know who I'm voting for. So I'm not an undecided voter, right? Um, but it's it, but you again, you generally want you know debates are kind of for people to kind of for candidates to be able to explain their platforms and also be able to get pushback and say like you know get pressed a little bit because it's different when you want a speech or can't no one really respond to you versus a debate where someone can be like actually you know what about this what about that. We got none of that for real, for real, because the conversation derailed. And a couple, a couple more thoughts, right? One, because you know Biden was frustrated for off the night. You could tell, you could tell, like when he was frustrated, he like, you know, well, you just shut up, man. Called him a clown. Called you know what I mean? Different things, right. honestly. And again, Biden has a lot. Biden's a better person than me because even at one point, uh, forty-five mentioned. His, his late his son, son, his late son, and his son, who um, was mm-hmm. very publicly had dealt with like an addiction, and mentioned him. Yes, I where I'm from, and me and you have had these conversations. You 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 put my kid's name in your mouth, all bets are off. And, and oh, I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> we, I, we know. We, we, that, we know. We listen, know. We know that portion of the debate. I almost turned the TV off simply because you could. Hear me out. 
Like I, I talked to y'all about this, our our lawyer and faithful listeners. I talked to y'all about this. There's a young lady who I still owe an asshole to for mentioning my child. I don't fucking play with it. I don't. I don't. And I actually ran into her this weekend. Honey, you want to see somebody who's shaking like a stripper? You thought we was in Pea Valley, baby. Anyway, so. Yeah, you know, um, so again, just general things. It's just low. It's very low. And I know for me, the moment I would have, you know what I'm saying? The moment I would have been like, nigga, you had five children by three different big moms. Like, your your current first lady, I have new pictures of her on my phone. Like, you know what I mean? I was kind of joking. I I was kind of joking back uh, at the Brill because we was like, nigga. Like I got new pictures of your phone, of your wife in my phone, nigga. Or she can do some tricks with her mouth, nigga. Just like Ooh. first off, first off, I fucked your wife. Like just going into like rap business. Just you know because I mean? again, like you once you you can't you, once you go low. Once you go low, I'm you taking it to the flow, honey. You feel I'm me? I'm never like, going to be the bigger person. Like I, I tell we but, talk about you know, this often on this here podcast. Alexandria, me, your girl, Allie Nicole, I am not the bigger person in a lot of the situations. As a matter of fact, no situation I, am I going to be the bigger person in because, to be honest with you, asking me to be the bigger person means that it, it typically leads to lack of accountability for the person who needed they asked with to begin with. I'm not that girl no more. And there was a lot of shit that I used to just walk away from. Okay, I'm, I'm bigger than this. I'm more mature than this. And I probably absolutely am. But a lot of y'all don't understand words. You understand violence. You uh, there are a lot of people yeah, who don't so, understand. You can't reason with stupidity. And I'm not finna try. I'm not even finna sit here and play with you. I'm going to start reacting with violence. Not even start. I'm always going to react with violence because you'll you'll learn to leave me the fuck alone. And to be honest with you, it teaches that person to leave you the fuck alone, and it teaches the people around them to leave you the fuck alone. Yeah, like, like I, I, I generally can't necessarily disagree with you on that one. I just, I think I just, um, you know, sometimes people need reminders, and this we'll go back to the, the debate. So sometimes people will need reminders that you it's like aren't popping the a one. Toddler. Like you aren't the one, you're not the two. You feel me? Just because again, I think we as a culture we take kindness for weakness a lot. Like I, and we take, you know what, like. We 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 want to try people, and then then when people react, you act like, oh my god, like why why'd you why'd you go that far? Like you know what I'm saying? I'm, and like I've seen I've seen like a the internet troll, like you know, try to troll one of those one of those rappers from Chicago. You know, one of them I think it was King Von, one of them niggas who really in Chicago, and that and that in in that rapper DM the troll like his address, like this is where you live. He was like, bro, chill. Like, it wasn't even like that. I was about to delete the joke. Chill. It was a joke. I'm like, you're going to learn to stop playing with people who got, who have resources and who don't have sense. Because there are a lot of people who have resources and don't have sense. Hello. You go, and Hello. And so you, you just, again, I think leave people alone. Don't, don't, don't. Leave we, Frank you, we can, alone. We can, we can disagree without being disrespectful. You feel me? Like, I can disagree with a lot of what you say, but I can't. I, I don't have to disrespect you as a person. The moment you, I feel like you disrespecting me, we don't. I don't have much more to say to you. That's not going to be also disrespectful. Like you know what I mean? That's Just it. It, it, but so again, Biden's a better person than me. And I even mentioned. I even saw Hillary Clinton. You know, I think respond to somebody's tweet was like Hillary wanted to tell 
Biden, I mean, to tell 45 to shut the fuck up. But the optics would have looked different when it's a woman kind of re- talking over and telling the man to shut up. And so she kind of had to kind of tuck it. And we saw, and we saw that where, where it got her. Because at the end of the day, 45 was a bully. And the only way you beat bullies is if you bully the bully. Because it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a story as old as time. Somebody bully you, they on your ass, they picking with you, they not, they, you try to ignore, they keep fucking with you, and, and eventually, they, you, you, you go up, they can even get in trouble for it, but teacher can get them, you know, suspend them, do whatever, they come back after they little three days bitching right back on your ass. But, when you stand up for yourself, and you pop that bully in the face, you may even lose the fight, but you pop that motherfucker in the face, they leave you alone after that. Because you mm-hmm. stood up to the bully, try to bully the bully. Like, no, nah, we're not going. That's kind of what I see from 45, is because he was the story of this debate, even though objectively, through like fact checkers and shit, he didn't say much anything that had proof behind it. You feel me? He didn't say, like, a lot of the shit he said was either outright lies. Again, not a political podcast. You can look at the fact checks outright lies or shit that you can't prove like you know what i'm saying like we were being gaslit as a nation in real time you feel me right you can't but you can't really you can't really use the quorum with someone who's not using the quorum as well you feel me you can't shame somebody who has no shame you can't you know what I mean? You can't argue stupidity. You can't argue like when someone just gaslights the fuck out of you. You can't really win that. It's a rigged game. And so that's kind of what I took from it. Like I mean, let's be honest. This man had a layup, had an absolute layup to to say he don't fuck with white supremacists and and refused and told them to stand back and stand by. Now Webster's Dictionary says stand back is to move back three to five steps and stand by is to be on ready. Right. He basically told these niggas, like, hey, cuz, chill out. Real. It's, it's the shit hot right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, I, I got you in a minute, but shit hot right now. Be easy. Like, you know what I mean? That's the, e- this should be the easiest shit possible to be able to tell, him, to tell white supremacists, hey, nigga, I don't fuck with you. But that's half his base. <laughs> you feel me? Like, he not gonna, you know what I'm saying? We talk about uh, Biden alienating some of his base with some of his comments last night. Trump ain't never gonna alienate his base because his base is full of racists. Like, not every person who supports Trump is a racist, but y'all all decide that racism yes, you was are. okay. Yes, you are. H- I'm so sorry. Out. Y'all all decided that racism was okay. You feel me? Like, you may, you, because you, even, even, even the black women and male supporters of that nigga, like, y'all all decided that racism wasn't a deal breaker because that, that man is a racist. You feel me? And so you all support and the racist. He's a racist and a racist. And here's where we break up. And I'm sorry. Yes. At this point, yes. Yes, you are. And I'm going to look you dead in your face and I'm going to call you a racist. At this point, I'm not giving racism any out. If you may not, if you're, okay, not all Trump supporters are, are racist, but they excuse they, racism wasn't a deal breaker, then you are racist. I need you to understand. Your association and affiliation with racism makes you a racist. Supporting a racist makes you racist. 
I'm not giving y'all any wiggle room here to say, oh, we just have a difference in opinion. But no, he's not the perfect candidate. No, Joe Biden's not the perfect candidate. He's also a racist. Do not get me wrong. Do I want to vote or, or I have to vote for this man? No, I don't. But I'll be honest with you. Racism, your affiliation with Trump is a bold stance with racism, with bigotry, with homosexuality, with rapists. You, yes, you are associated with all of that shit because you, was, you said it wasn't a deal breaker, which means that when this comes up in your own personal life, when you're faced with racism in your own personal life, it's, you are okay with being passive about it. And that's a problem. So therefore, that makes you racist. Stop giving these niggas wiggle room, bro. I'm not having it. If you're at this point, a vote for Trump is a vote. You are racist. Support of Trump makes you a racist. It does. And if that bothers you on any way, shape, form, or fashion, good. Fight me, bro. But you're racist. Sit with that shit. I'm not giving these niggas no more fucking wiggle room. (laughs) You're a racist. Next. Back to my point. So, to wrap this up, right? I think um, by the time this episode comes out, registration in Ohio ends October 5th, I want to say. Yeah. And early voting starts that next day. So, by the time you so, we have a couple more days left if you haven't. You know, honestly... If you haven't registered at this point, with all the communication and all the text messages I'm sure you're getting, because I'm getting them, just, you know what I mean? Like, you feel me? Like, everybody's telling you register to vote. Like, no matter where you go, somebody's telling you to register. So at this point, if you're not registered, you just clearly don't give a fuck, which is fine, but shut the fuck up at that point. Thank you. Thank you. You Here's my thing. (laughs) Go ahead. And we talk a lot. We talk a lot about voting and the options to vote and just our, our opinions about it, right? Our ancestors, everybody's like, our ancestors fought for the right to vote and voting is important and you absolutely should vote. And honestly, I agree with you. Those are, are my exact sentences. But I hate to be this person. I, I really you're, do. You're, you're about to piss me off. I can feel it. I can I'm feel absolutely it. getting ready to piss you off. I'm, I, I'm getting ready to piss off a lot of people. Because I also piss myself off because, but it's also true. Our ancestors fought for the option to vote. We, it's a right. When you fight for your right to vote, you fight for the option. Rights are options. You have an option to it. We fought for the option to vote. And so that's why when, given the political climate, given the things, especially the way Black vote, the Black community is constantly exploited during the election, during major presidential elections, the Black community is constantly taking advantage during these times. I can't blame anybody for feeling like their votes don't count, don't matter. The, having being weary of the political system. I don't blame black folks for being skeptical at all. I don't blame them. But I can't sit here and tell them that our ancestors fought for their right to vote. They absolutely did. They fought for your right. Rights give you options. You have an option not to opt in. It's going to piss me off that you chose not to. It's extremely irresponsible that you chose not to opt in. But that was your right. I get it. I don't respect it. But it is your right. Okay. If you look at everything, if you look at everything that we have that's up for grabs, up for stake, all of your civil liberties as Black people, especially Black women, and you're really choosing to look at that and say, whatever's clever, I need you to understand that not voting is a vote for Trump. It is a vote for your current lifestyle. It is a vote 
for the things in your political life uh, to remain affected the way that they have been. You can't, and, and I can't tell you, I don't know your, I don't know everybody's um, economical status. You may be up right now. You may be great. Your neighbor, it affects your neighbor. The next four years affects our kids. Your four-year-old is going to be eight. And then another four years, 16. My 11-year-old in the next four years is going to be going to be started looking at as a man. It's not about right now what affects us today. It also affects our tomorrow and the kids and the future that we have in this world. And we need to be leaving them a world worth salvaging. So even if you like, fuck this, fuck that, I, I can't tell you what to do when it comes to voting because honestly, consciously, in good conscience, I don't think I'd be doing a service as, as honestly a human being as a part of the, as a, excuse me, as a part of the black community. I can't sit here and tell black people that they need to vote because our ancestors fought for your your option to vote. They absolutely did. It's responsible of you to vote, but if you choose not to, I get exactly why you would. I'm just praying you don't. Okay, so so you know how you just you just kind of chided me for saying things nicely. And you know what I mean? You kind of was like, you, you being too nice. I, I I'm being too that, nice. You feel me? Because uh, let, let, again, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it real. I, I get it. You feel me? You feel like you feel like we are a disenfranchised community. I understand it. I get it. Two things. I mean, I don't know how many things are going to be. But first thing. <laughs> you know, I hate niggas say two things that turn out to be like five. So I'm just like, I don't know how many things are going to uh, be. Bro, I'm niggas. So watch out. <laughs> So we talk about playing the long game here, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the the conservatives played a long game. In 2008, they had a strategy of we going to make Obama one-term president. We are going to block everything he tries to do. They had a strategy since for, from 2008. Like, the reason that Trump was able to appoint so many federal judges, not because Obama, quote-unquote, left them open, but because Mitch McConnell, the Senate majority leader, blocked him from, blocked his nomination. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, Every it wasn't, like, time. On his ass. So, and that's how we got to the point where we're, we're depending on an 80-something-year-old woman to beat cancer for the third time and, and to make it to the election. Like, that's how we got to this point. You know what I mean? So, right. but, but, and so, so the fight, we've lost the current fight. You feel me? It, the oh, yeah, progressive, the gone. we've lost it. But the next battle starts right now. You feel me? Right. Because if you aren't satisfied with how this is going, there's a plethora of things that you need to do. And I, so I understand, I, I understand why people feel like, oh, you, you're just telling me to go vote. We're not telling you just to go vote. We're telling, do all the shit. Do protest. Raise money, vote, be educated and informed, educate others. This is a this is a, a holistic and very long ass plan. Do all of those things. So I'm not arguing just do one thing, but the one thing that you niggas are feel like you don't need to do is one of the most important. It's not mm-hmm. just it's not just voting for president. Nigga, you are voting for tax legislation. You are voting on schools. You are voting on and this is local shit. You're voting for your state representative, your local representatives. All of that shit is on the same ballot. So you niggas just saying, nah, I'm good, is is you're is tricking off the dope. You you fumbling it. Whenever it's you opt out. It's extremely irresponsible to opt out. Hold on. When, whenever, whenever you choose to opt out, you it's not the power move you think it is, my nigga. You are being passive. 
And and you niggas who are so loud a bit about being apathetic and so loud about I'm not choosing. You niggas aren't apathetic. You just want to be the smartest person in the room. You're doing this shit for clout. I see you. And I understand. Listen, I understand the frustration that we have as a community. I'm not knocking that. What I am knocking is the fact that you niggas think that not doing shit is a plausible, okay, if you don't do shit, what's next? That nigga gets elected four more years. What's next? See, all you niggas who don't want to do shit, don't want to vote, don't get, y'all don't give me the what's next. Y'all stop there. And just say, you know, I, I ain't voting for the list of people. Y'all stop there. Side note, I also know that you niggas don't vote because all you niggas on Twitter talking about Bernie Sanders is the reason Bernie Sanders lost, my nigga. Because all you niggas on the timeline and the hashtag don't go out and vote. <laughs> but num- you could have but, had Elizabeth fucking the numbers, the We numbers could have had a ma- bad bitch. The numbers don't match up to y'all words, my nigga. It doesn't. Because there's a there's a reason that Biden's here. Biden got the most votes out of niggas who chose to go vote. That is, that's not a debate. That's not also, an opinion. That's a fact. So that's why he's here. Therefore, something ain't, the math ain't mathing. Because all you niggas now who are, you know, clearly frustrated, clearly annoyed, clearly are like, how the fuck do we get here? Clearly didn't do shit back when there was a primary. Math don't math. Well, also, to add to that, to also just add to that real quick it y'all have to understand that a lot of y'all and i'm noticing it right and i'm not saying it's right i'm just telling y'all what i noticed a lot of y'all do not look at politics outside of social media and it shows because you hear the support on twitter online from your timeline of the uh, excuse me of um the bernie sanders and of elizabeth warren, warren. Of, of all those people and you assume that people offline because of how loud it is online you're assuming that that's also the presence offline your elders don't are not on social media like that baby and they're the people that vote we criticize boomers a lot but them niggas vote every two we years them niggas vote in every, every single them election niggas out vote every single election they fucking vote that's how we got Biden. Because you're not you're you're not doing the research on on places that are not social media, on places that are not your your echo chamber or people with like minds as you. You're not doing your research of opposing opinions outside of your own. You're not looking at the numbers and realizing that your voice, your votes matter. And had everybody who supported Elizabeth Warren in theory supported her in practice, if everybody supported who supported Bernie Sanders in theory did so in practice. The results of what we're looking at on last night's stage would have been very different. And that's why I'm a little irritated. I can't lie. All right. So I'm going to wrap it up like this, right? Because I need to get this point out. Again, this is, a long, this is a long game that we're doing. And this is, I understand that we are, we are, we are saddled with two very, two not as appeasing choices as we want, right? At, at, for our listeners. But, my nigga, if you can't vote for the person who's who's not like you really gonna sit there and let the person who refused multiple times to denounce white supremacy continue my nigga like like y'all looked at that stage and saw listen i know the bar is in hell but you got to be able to clear the bar that's in hell like my like the progressive you gotta understand like american politics in general is not as progressive as some of the American people. But at the right. end of the day, you you do 
what you can with what you got in order to get to the next step. You niggas are trying Period. to hit home runs. You niggas are trying to hit home runs, and my my nigga, we need we need, at least need to get singles. You niggas like the Reds. You niggas will do all of this talking and then not score a single fucking run because you're too busy swinging for a goddamn home run. You niggas are like the Reds. I understand. This is a this is a long game. This fight ain't over in November. No matter who wins, this fight ain't over. The fight just starts. But you niggas right. are really gonna sit back and, and, and criticize other niggas who want to vote out the person who who told white supremacists and racists to stand by. Y'all got it. Get me off this planet, honestly. Get me off this planet if that if that's how y'all niggas feel. Like I'm the sellout because I want the white I want the racist and white supremacists off. I'm the sellout here. Fuck y'all. Y'all can no no. I'm not going. I'm not going. And you niggas who think, are about to outsmart yourselves because you think you're too good. I ain't... Okay, cool. You think or the if, these last, who... if these last four years were sweet for you, cool. Eat up, nigga. But I guarantee all of the all of the bullshit that's happened since that nigga got in the office has affected us a lot. And you think this shit's gonna get better? Okay. Okay. And do not okay. get me wrong. Like Fuck y'all niggas, move man. On, y'all niggas, p- y'all it, niggas it, piss me off, man. Like y'all niggas really think y'all highfalutin outsmarting yourself ass niggas really zone me the fuck out. Because you niggas are, are so so much holier than now and not fucking practical. That's why I'm mad. I, I agree with you, friend. I think what irritates me the most is that you niggas, it's not, you're trying to be, it's forced. You're trying to be contrarians and it's forced. Because your thoughts are not that provocative. It's not it's that not, deep. You niggas are deep as a fucking kiddie pool, nigga. Like, stop playing with me. Like, you're not that provocative. Like, your thoughts are not that provocative. And the way that you're going about this is very, 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 like, you're almost as if you're doing it to be, like, interesting or cool or the, 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 the different guy in the room. And to be honest with you, you're doing more harm than, actually, you're just doing harm. There There's is no, no good, good involved because, honestly, and truly, and I hate that we spent this long on this, but you, I need, hopefully, I'm able to get through one person's fucking head. There's a practical way to go about things, especially when you're not the party in power. We, as black people, are the underdogs here. And we're the underdogs going against a big, bad system. When you're the underdog, you can't afford to, to, you have to get your wins however you get your wins. You can't afford to, like, I don't want to win that way. Or, uh, yeah, I really prefer, listen, we, and we have come so far. We started off as slaves, my nigga. White people had a 400-year head start. So the fact that we're here is amazing. But that doesn't mean we keep, we don't stop fighting. You fight in every possible way. Yes, and that includes voting. And yes, that, inc- that includes picking as long as we have a two-party system and an electoral college in America. That, yes, that includes picking the actual candidate out of the two major candidates that you prefer. You, we, you're not going to have a perfect choice. There are very few perfect choices that you're going to agree with 100% of the time. You choose from the menu. You motherfuckers are the same motherfuckers who go to a goddamn Red Lobster and ask for hamburgers. You choose from the menu that they have. And you choose the best option out of a menu that they have. I understand that this is not the choice that you wanted. But this is the choice that we have. And if you choose to sit out this choice, I don't want to hear shit from you for the next four years about how shitty this shit is. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. If you're choosing not to vote, you're also choosing to be quiet. And I need you to understand that very, up. very clearly. Shut the fuck up. If you're, you have every single right 
to not vote. Let me, let me, uh, that is your right as an American who's able to vote. That's what you're talking about. You fought for the option. That's cool. But if you choose not to vote, I don't want to hear shit from you. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to. Period. I, Shut I the don't fuck up. I don't hear anything from you, to be honest. And if I pissed you off at me, motherfucker. I absolutely want you to act. Because, to be honest, like I said, you don't have, I would not know that you didn't vote unless you told me. No. That's the, that, so, that's, the, that's the entire point. If I, if, I, if I know you didn't vote, that's because you advertised it, motherfucker. So shut the fuck up. You can't be loud, wrong, and comforted. You can choose which ones you are, but you can't be loud, wrong, and comforted for, for being loud and wrong. That's it. So, I mean, like I said, I can't tell y'all what to do. I can tell you what your rights are, and that's it. And I, I can only say that I pray to God that you understand what's at stake if you choose to. Do the right thing, my guy. That that's literally it. That's it. What's next? Moving man? on. What's next? Moving, moving right along. <sighs> I'm tired. Um, yeah, yeah, fucking Mayweather. Little girl, come, 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 sit on Allie's couch. And I'm gonna tell y'all why I'm a little not even perturbed, just I'm a confused. little disappointed. I'm confused. So yeah, yeah, Mayweather is the daughter of Floyd Mayweather. Floyd- Yes, the daughter of Floyd Mayweather. And allegedly, Yaya Mayweather is a, of course, she is the now seventh baby mama to NBA young boy. Allegedly, accordingly. Allegedly. Allegedly, they're also married. So since, I'm just going to speak on alleged, right? Because it's all alleged. You know how the rumor mill turns. Rumor mill spins and turns, and, and, and a lot of she she did show a, a pregnancy. We just uh, assume that it's fat niggas, baby. She did. She is right. pregnant though. She is pregnant. We assume. Now, if you guys remember, not too long ago, Yaya Mayweather and it's the same guy, right? If I'm not yeah, mistaken. So, so Yaya Mayweather got into a fight with another one of NBA Youngboy's alleged girlfriends slash baby mamas. I don't really keep up and, with NBA Youngboy. And ended young, up actually getting yes, her ass and beat. And in this altercation, yes, Yaya Mayweather actually did get her ass beat which, because charges. she assaulted. Yes, but she got charges for it. He ended up cutting, stabbing the young woman, um, the alleged, I guess, woman that NBA Youngboy was laid up with. And um, she got charges because of this. Floyd Mayweather had actually, like, blocked her on Instagram and allegedly had cut her off because of the incident. Whatever. So, Yaya, I want to talk to you. And I want to talk to all of the young, dumbass Yaya's out there, right? Because we all, at some point in time, have been young, dumb, and hot in the ass. I, too, was young, dumb, and hot in the ass. That's why we have, that's why Kiddo is 11 years old, Okay. I wish somebody would have had this conversation with me in this manner at 17 so that by the time I got to be 29, I wouldn't have an 11-year-old. I can't say I wouldn't have any kids by 29. I can tell you I wouldn't have an 11-year-old, though. Okay? That nigga in middle school. <laughs> As hell. Like, next year, my son will be in middle school. Like, let's, let's put shit in perspective, right? Let me talk to y'all for a minute. These niggers. Niggers. Nick Earth are not fucking worth it, dog. They're just not. If that man had any well intentions for you, had any well intentions at all, there would not be seven other women before you. 
And I don't give a fuck what kind of money he got. I'm not the one that's going to count niggas' pockets. I've never been that girl. But I will be the one to tell you, and I criticize niggas like this all the fucking time, like walking fucking sperm banks. There's no way that you're an effective parent to seven different kids, several different kids in several different households. You're now, not mind an effective you, parent. NBA Youngboy, I'm pretty sure, is like 21 at most. So that nigga was wildin' for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Let me tell you something about he being has a young, couple. Dumb, he has a he has a couple Irish. We call them Irish twins. So like, where you get two people pregnant that are different people and like around the same time. So you they have kids around the same time, but they're not right. twins. So, yeah. So he has a couple of those. So what I'm telling y'all is this: any that man had any well intentions for any of the women that have been in his life, he would not have made it to seven fucking kids. Number one. Number Two, and the biggest thing here is at some point you have to decide what's enough. And that decision can't come from mommy, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, anybody. You have to see that you're enough. And Yaya is a is a telltale story that money don't buy nothing. Because there's no motherfucking way that my father is Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, making the kind of money. And, the, and of a massive, um, the amount of wealth that Floyd Mayweather has, and I'm out here the seventh baby mama to a nigga whose career will be over tomorrow. Quite possibly over tomorrow. I don't listen to his music. I don't fucking know. But He's he, he popular with the young niggas. Like, NBA... Okay. So put it like this. Okay, so, again. So, NBA young boy, for, for us, the older generation, to, the, like, the younger niggas, so, like, to, like, niggas who are 18 and, and like younger, he's their goat. He's like their hoe. He's like their, he is like that Ain't nigga no to them. No, I'm, Ain't again, no way. You, know, you know me. I don't say shit unless I can back it up a fact. That nigga averages, that nigga had a billion streams of his last project. All on niggas who watch YouTube off of their PS4, I guarantee you. Like he, oh aver- like, like he averages like 20, 30, that million views on his videos on YouTube, and I guarantee you, not a single one of them comes from a nigga who's older than twenty-two. Like you feel me? So again, he he is he is very well centered in his demographic. His demographic. Let, is let young. me tell you something about my old ass. Okay, if J Cole could predict the outcome of your rap career, I'm probably not listening. And that's just what it is. And that's fine. Everything ain't for everybody. But again, for both. And I'm at the who... age where it's like I'm not interested in a lot of. If you're a newer artist and you catch my attention, I'm pretty sure it's by chance. Because I'm not checking for none of these niggas like that. There, it's, or you're a woman. And honestly, yeah, I'm, absolutely. If they're not a female rapper, or I, I'm honestly going to give the new female rappers more spans or more, more attention than these little niggas that are out now because they are lapping hoes. And we've had that conversation. But that's besides the point, right? Anyway, um... Boy, fuck you. But anyways. My yeah, point look. about the matter... My point about the matter is this. Auntie Alex went through that, so you ain't have to go through that. Okay. Wow. I'm in, I'm in my auntie years. Lord, help me. I, oh, but I also, I was be the but also, big cousin for a while longer. But also, anyway, my point about the matter, my bad. Yeah, I was like, I was like you get distracted. You get distracted. You I'm, I'm, right. Let me bring it back. Let me, let me come, let me bring it back to you, right? My point about the matter is this. These niggas ain't going no motherfucking where. The attention that they're giving you, the time that they're giving you, the, the, even the money, 
even, you know what I'm saying? Them pockets dry up quick. This, the, the faster the money comes in, the faster it goes out. I promise. Especially I when you got to split it seven ways. Like, seven ways. To these niggas, and honestly, to some of you grown ass women laid up with niggas with seven fucking multiple baby mamas. I tell y'all, my baby mama rule, my, my rule about dating men with kids is strict as fuck for a fucking reason. And my current boyfriend slipped through the cracks because his daughter just turned four. So it literally slipped through the fucking cracks. <laughs> what happened? Because it, Calvin anyway. fucked Um, I think but what I'm saying is that. Difficulties here. Um, I'm sorry. I can still hear you. So. Here's where we are. Um, Yaya Mayweather could do literally nothing and be paid. She could do literally nothing and be paid. When your dad is Floyd Mayweather, you are set. Like, you won. You won the game. You, you, you didn't even were, have to try. You were born on third base. And, we, and, you, got, and you got cut off a little bit, baby. So I'm going to let you finish your point. Because you, you talk about, you know, you was dating niggas with kids, but you ain't really fuck with niggas with kids, but your current nigga slipped through the crack because of some other shit. But my point is, you, you won. You started, you started off the game with a home run when your dad is Floyd Mayweather. We could talk about all the flaws Floyd Mayweather has, but he's rich as shit, so therefore money shouldn't impress him. Because it can't you know be... What? It can't be, and we don't know what their, their relationship is. We don't know what NBA young boy is saying to these women to get them to be able to get them pregnant. We don't know what he may have a, a mouthpiece off this world, but money shouldn't impress you when you're the daughter of Floyd Mayweather. Because I don't give a fuck how many streams NBA young boy has from high schoolers. He does not have Floyd Mayweather money. Facts of life. Period. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather gets paid a hundred million dollars for a 30 minute fight. He does not have Floyd Mayweather money. I is it, 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 it's and this may become this may sound some type of way coming from a man, but this or pussy management skills. You can have fun with these niggas. Just don't get Which lets me know which lets me know that it can't possibly be about the money. And there has to be something else internally that you're looking for to even for a nigga like that to even be able to sneeze in your direction. I can't believe I'm about to quote this little girl, y'all, so bear with me. But <laughs> Regine Carter <laughs> said it best. I don't need clout. My dad is little Wayne. Yeah, yeah. You don't need clout. Your father is Floyd Mayweather. And nepotism is a motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. And Floyd Mayweather himself is a jackass. So I have no idea. What kind of, well, you know what, let me say it like this. Floyd Mayweather presents himself like a jackass. We honestly don't know what the fuck happens in that household. Far be it for it to be any of our business, right? But yeah, we, we know so, what was presented. We know, we know that exactly. he switches, he switched be, his style to become a villain and make more money. Exactly. So I get it. I absolutely get it. I don't know what circumstances you're living underneath, baby girl, but I pray to God that it is a healthy, stable circumstance for you. And if not, you got enough, at, at this point, your daddy got enough money to get, cut you off a couple million and never talk to your ass again. If that's, if it really, really is that bad. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that I'm saying, and even to the broke girlies, not, sorry, let me not call y'all broke girlies because clearly that's offensive. To the girlies who don't have that a mass amount of wealth. <laughs> to the girls who aren't Floyd Mayweather's daughter. To the girlies who aren't Floyd Mayweather's daughter, here's what I say to you, mama. Find something in you that can't be bought. 
find something in you that does not have a price. And coming from a bitch who has a price, this says a lot. So hear me out. Find something in you that is a non-negotiable. And stop letting these niggas get close. Stop letting them get close. And if you are going to let them in, make sure they work for the place that they at. And that's it. And if somebody has sat me down and had this real ass conversation with me 11 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, I wouldn't be a mom right now, I'm sure. You would be a mom. But, you just wouldn't have an 11-year-old. You may have like a 5-year-old. Maybe a 2-year-old. Maybe. But four. like, we'll call it a 4-year-old. Because that would be because then you was wrong four years ago. <laughs> Boy, fuck you. <laughs> and so, and listen, to, and so to wrap it up, because again, we can't we can't bring one party to the red table talk about bringing the other, right? Um, a man without sexual discipline is a liability. That's kind yes. of that. And so, because there's niggas who move like NBA young boy who don't have NBA young boy money. And that's the reason you didn't get a stimulus check because child support took it. We know you. We've seen you. Talk to these niggas. We see you. I see you. I felt that. As a you bitch feel- who don't get child support, I felt that. You know what I mean? Like we so like again, you gotta I understand. Sex feels great. No one would fuck no one would fuck if sex didn't feel great. I understand that. But you gotta Except ask. Except for you niggas who are out here burning when it pees a little bit. Like y'all niggas I'm worried about. Ma'am. Go ahead, though, Calvin. Sorry, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I have to talk to y'all about it real. Netflix does what fucking wanted to, y'all. My bad. I was watching the show. It got paused. And we gonna get back to that, because Netflix loves them a documentary about white men killing their wives. But y'all go ahead. <laughs> anyway. It does. I was watching the American Murder Story or something I like that. I don't give a and it fuck like, about these white people. It was about the, the uh, what is it, Shanann Watts, that murder mystery by her husband chopping her up and yeah, man, I wasn't listening. I, I, it was great background noise for my nap, but the white men are fucking crazy. <laughs> and some, and some of y'all black women think they're your saviors. Anyway, um, talk about it. But again, at the end of the day, if you don't have sexual discipline, you're a liability to yourself and to others. And I understand sex feels great. No one would fuck if sex didn't feel great. But there has to be a way where you have to kind of you have to kind of put pleasure to the back burner to practicality. Right. You can't. It's irresponsible for you to be going around fucking everything raw. With a, you know what I mean? It's irresponsible. It's every fucking responsible. And therefore, and therefore, when you when you're faced with the consequences of your actions. Because we know, as a man, we know that our choice when it comes to a woman having a baby or not ends the moment we come in. The moment we we have given up our choice for that. We made our choice when we chose to shoot the club up. You know that. Period. We're, it's in the year in the year of our Lord and Savior, twenty twenty. We know that at this point. You have to then you have to move with the knowledge of that. And for even if you're rich. Especially if you're rich, you should probably be more careful because women are more likely to just accept your baby because you're not a broke nigga. Well, yeah, math, the math, 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 math. So, like, and again, I'm a, I'm a future fan. I still be like, God damn, nigga, another one. Fuck. It's just like I said. I don't care how rich these niggas are. I don't like if these niggas were having six and seven kids 
with the same woman in the same household. You they probably hear my mouth about it, but they will be Catholic. Shut the fuck That's... up, Calvin. <laughs> Did I lie? Did I lie? You didn't. Okay. You didn't. But hear me out. If these men were having, you know, these multiple babies with the same woman in the same household and the resources weren't as as split as they are, I'd probably say less about it because that that shows me stability. That shows responsibility. That shows me that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're carrying yourself. You're, you're planted is what I'm saying. You've invested into somebody and you've planted your roots. That shows me responsibility. These rappers, average-ass niggas, who, listen, ball-playing-ass niggas, whoever the fuck they are, running around getting multiple women pregnant, multiple families all over the fucking world, is nasty. It's nasty. Absolutely fucking disgusting. Simply because I'm not even thinking about these niggas dropping off checks to their kids or their kids being able to live good, whatever. Take care of your kids financially is one thing. Being an effective parent is a whole other. Also, you got these kids having siblings all over the fucking world, and because of the men, you're not. They have people in their lives they're related to who don't know each other. That's fucked up. That's foul. I know now what my, it feels like to have you, siblings. You niggas I, are I would... glorified, like you niggas who do this are glorified sperm donors, and it's, and sperm donors at least get paid for it. Like, you know, feel me? Like they pay sperm donors to donate sperm. You niggas are paying writing checks because you 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 couldn't not come in this random woman. It's just it, it's I'm always I'm always going to be unapologetically for the advancement of black people and especially black men. We can't advance as black men until we we stop, until some of us, because again, the majority of niggas aren't doing this, but until niggas are stopping so flagrant in, in, in intentionally creating broken homes. Right. It's, it's nasty. It's a nasty, nasty, nasty game. And to be honest with you, there's poor pussy management and then you just niggas are just being nasty. It's gross. It's poor Moving dick right management along. too. It's poor, you can manage your dick poorly. Honestly. Move right along. Um, Calvin, would you like to explain what's going on in the sport? All right, so boom. Um, we are in the NBA Finals. That's actually going on in approximately an hour. But um, so a viral video came of former NBA basketball player, Delonte West, um, who was in Dallas panhandling. You know, had the sign, asking for money. So Delonte West was a, a, a important figure on a couple of teams, but most people kind of know him from the two years he was with LeBron in Cleveland back in 2008-2009. Um, right. Delonte, Delonte West has a history of mental health issues. So he, he's had to take sabbaticals during the season. He, you know what I'm saying, he... he He's been paranoid, got caught with weapons charges because he felt like people were out to get him. So it's been, so he has a very, a very open struggle with mental health. And it it was sad because it felt like it got the best of him. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. NBA player having millions of dollars in salary turning into someone who's panhandling off of the highway in Dallas. A very, you know what I'm saying? That hurts. You know, mental health issues, drug issues, all of that. And then Mark Cuban, who used to, who was the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, who used to, you know, the team Delonte used to play for, um, reached out and got in contact with Delonte 
Um, girl, what are you doing? Sorry, sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. You know, I had a. I, all right. So to put it in perspective, there's some lipstick on my mouth, and it's in my corner of my mouth, and it's driving me crazy. So I'm like, and I, and I wore red lipstick today of all fucking colors, and so I just had to wipe that off real quick. My bad, y'all. I'm so sorry. I, my bad. I was, like, I was trying to talk, and I was like, wait, what the heck? Anyway, so Delonte, so Mark Cuban reached out to Delonte West. And got connected with him, and you know, got him set up in rehab. Was paying for his rehab, and got connected with his mom. So that's so that's kind of like the positive thing about it, you know. But it's also a cautionary tale because we assume that people with more money have less problems, right? When right. it's when it's actually the opposite. I mean, Biggie said it in the song: "More money, more money, more problems." But because the higher you go, I think you a you get exposed to things that aren't necessarily normal when you compare it to like the normal average American way of living. B the high the more money you get, the more people try to hang around you. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. You know what I'm saying? People start asking you for money, start asking you to invest in their shit. You start kind of being like the ATM, and also right. you know you have access to more harmful things. Again, rich can get can get blown away with a crazy summer drug habit. Like you niggas, you right. know what I'm saying? So it's just a it's a cautionary tale, but you know, hopefully it has a, an ending where he's able to finally kind of beat his demons and able to kind of be able to, you know, get back into being a functioning member of society. And I saw some people blame LeBron for this because they felt because there was a rumor about, you know, Delonte West and LeBron's mom. Um, and that's also Sleeping trash. together. Yeah, right. right. That's also trash. Like, also, it's not LeBron's responsibility for every former teammate for him to personally. LeBron's currently worried about winning another ring and then beating Bronny's ass the moment he gets out the bubble. Those are the two things he's right. worried about. He can't be worried about every former teammate he's ever played with. It's just you know, it's it's hyperbole and it's it's quite honestly unrealistic. To be honest. The other part about that, and I'm glad you touched on LeBron because I was going to. I mean, LeBron and the relation, you know, because, okay, even if this man did sleep with LeBron's mama, it's bigger than that, if that makes sense. And LeBron James doesn't strike me as the kind of person who's that petty. I am. You fuck my mama? Bro, ask her for help. I ain't got you. Like, I, I ain't got it. And then I'd beat my mama's ass if she ever gave you a dime. Like, I... Nah, it would be fisticuffs for me and my mama, right? LeBron James, I'm so glad that man is a bigger person than I am. But I also think that, how do I say this? Because I'm trying to find my words. Um, Mark Cuban got accused, in the same time that Mark Cuban is going out of his way to help Delonte West, he also got accused of exploiting Delonte West um, as a charity case. And a lot of people just felt like, well, if Mark Cuban's intentions were pure, it should have been handled privately, yada, yada, yada. I don't think Mark Cuban, to, to put it in perspective, Mark Cuban has, is a huge philanthropist. You always hear about him doing and going out of his way. So this being in the news as Mark Cuban going out of his way for Delonte West or reaching out does not shock me because he's, Mark Cuban is always on the front lines of philanthropy when it comes to especially his basketball players. But also, so, you got to understand like... And the players that he supported. When something goes viral, we talk about all the time, like, if you're going to have public disrespect, I need a public apology. 
The right. same the same corollary applies here. This went viral. Like it was on TMZ. It was all on the internet. Of him down bad. You can't so you, the handle privately thing can't really doesn't really work after this because it's already public that he's down bad. So now I gotta right. publicly be like, we're taking care of him. Otherwise, more people keep asking me, like, why aren't you taking care of him? That sort of thing. Right. So it's like, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I agree with that. So I also just think that people, we go for the shock and awe of a lot of things. And like you talk about it all the time, Calvin, sometimes the jokes are better than the facts. So that's what you hear first. And that's what you get first out of people. But I don't want Mark Cuban to be criticized because he's not responsible for Delonte West. That's a grown-ass man. Um, for, you know, but clearly he needs help. But that's a grown-ass man. And Mark Cuban is not that nigga's daddy. He's not responsible for anybody outside of himself. So anything he chose to do, if he chose to do anything at all, it should be welcomed with open arms instead of criticism for, oh, this could have been handled privately. Like, my nigga, especially the criticism coming from people who don't have, who couldn't help Delonte West if they wanted to. So I just think that we need to all things within consideration and, and, and just... His, I'm praying. Long Mark story short, Cuban, I'm praying for Delonte West, yes. and I want I want him to be on the come out of this on a, in a better in a better. Mark, Mark me, Cuban, uh, Mark Cuban helping one of his former players after him being homeless went viral is different than some of you niggas. And if I don't apply to you, don't apply to you. Some of you niggas recording yourself giving five dollars to a homeless person is different. Like Mark Cuban and Delonte West. A has a connection, a previous connection. B, it already was public and was viral by the time Mark that's how do you think Mark Cuban heard about it? It through the internet. Versus some of you people who record giving food to the homeless or giving them money because you want social media likes. Some of it is protecting because some of y'all realize y'all did some shit for for the clout. And then realize, like, hey, I probably shouldn't have done that because it's not my business. That's what it is. Prayers to Delonte West. I'm going to just put it out there. I'm going to just say this, Calvin. Yes, absolutely. Prayers to Delonte West. Um, And and I pray, again, that he comes out of this situation a better man and a healed man. To end up, wrap on that note, a lot of y'all just aren't good people. Not even a lot. Some. I'm going to say some. Some of y'all aren't good people. Some of y'all are not good people to your core. And treating people good is not who you are. It's not who you want to be. That's fine. But don't play in our faces about it. And when you do shit like Calvin, what you just described, it just solidifies that you're not a good person. So you have to go out of your way showing us that you do good things in order, for, in order to sway public opinion or to influence the way people actually feel about you. I see you. You're not a good person. You just do things that make you feel better about not being a good person because you've already done the bullshit that you're going to do. Just, just a feather in y'all cap. That's all. Keeping it rolling. Um, would you like to talk about Tory Lane? Yes, because I know that you... Because I feel like we're, we're getting ready to argue. Not really. I don't see it. Maybe. maybe. Who knows? All right, so maybe. Boy. So, Tory Lanez, last week, um, a day after the Beyonce Taylor decision came down, tweeted for the first time since July 12th, which is when the incident took place, 
that he I got time today. You know, this for my fans. 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific Standard Time. Right. So we thought maybe he's going on Instagram Live, you know, you know, kind of for the first right. time, whatever the case may be. No, this man decided to drop an entire project. The project is entitled Daystar, which is his first name. And through Googling the lyrics, because again, it was more so I was like, I don't want to listen and like give you a stream, but I need to know what the fuck you just said. To almost like to inform myself so so I can understand the conversation. Does that make sense? It's like, like asking where the holes are, so you know not where you know where not to be. I heard you. You yeah, like I tell me where they are so I can go the other way. You feel me? Hey, hey, hey baby. Um so through Googling the lyrics. The entire project is kind of his response to and his statement to the allegations that were placed against him by Meg Thee Stallion and every, her camp that he shot her. Again, oh, allegations. Yeah, Allegation because, again, he hasn't been formally charged at, in the assault of Meg Thee Stallion. So. And so it's so it's kind of going through the entire thing. He's claiming that he didn't do it. He's claiming that um, how did you know that I did it when your back was turned? This that, and the first. So it's it's kind of developed into a he said she said situation. Here's my thoughts on it. Right. Here's my thoughts. And let me get my entire point out so you don't cut me off and misconstrue me. Okay. Sorry. Cool. No, you, I'm not saying you you're going to do. I just because. He has a right to to answer and speak out on his allegations, as every other person does. You have a right to defend yourself. Face your accused, right? Face your accuser. You have a right to do that. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he has a right to do that. What the conversation then becomes is in the manner in which you choose to exercise mm-hmm. that right. Right. And also the timing of when you choose to exercise that right. Mm-hmm. During quarantine, Tory Lanez made a big name for himself through quarantine radio, through the chicks tape. Like he he was one of the people in the early the early parts of quarantine that won quarantine. Yes. He elevated his star. One of the most active niggas on social media. We then, look forward to quarantine radio. Actually, you feel me? Listen, niggas was like, "Hey, it's lit on quarantine radio." Like, folks, like, check in. After the incident, he went radio silent. The most active nigga on social media stopped being on social media. Again, probably because again, and he even mentioned it in in in, in one of the songs. Your lawyers are telling you not to speak on an active case. Because you, because that is the legal, that is the right legal strategy, to not speak on an active case. That's why I can, re, I could have, I can respect him going radio silent because you can't. It is not in your best legal interest for you to speak on an active, ongoing case. Understand? Right. Cool. So I was like, I wasn't the ones like, okay, I was like, you silent, but you know, you also can't speak on the shit because you have a case against you. you like he has a gun charge against him. So he can't speak on anything regarding that case. He's not formally charged with 
assault, but he can't, you know what I'm saying? He can't speak on an open gun case either. I understood that. And then I was kind of, I was one of the ones that when neither one of them was really talking, you feel me? Like, neither, like there was a, a, a month or so, or a couple months, where neither side was really saying it out loud. Like, we would hear alleged and a source close to and this, that, and the third, but, no, but neither principal party was speaking. Again, right. understandable. Meg probably wanted to just be able to heal and, you know, kind of get her, you know, get her mental right. Mm-hmm. Tori can't speak on an open case. Understandable. Then Meg finally speaks out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Meg's side of the story is there. Her side sounds like a believable story. Because, again, a lot of the shit wasn't making sense until Megan made it make sense. Also, just to add to your point real quick, and I'm not cutting you off, just to add to the Megan point of thing. Even when Megan went live, she never said in her first live, she didn't say Tori shot me. She said, she I was harmed. That. She was I was harmed. I was harmed. She didn't come out and say Tori was the one to shoot me until that nigga opened his mouth. So, so in, in the second live, she said that she originally was quiet, but behind the scenes, Tori's team was kind of, you know, doing a campaign, trying to do a little press run, trying to Olivia Pope the shit. Well, she felt that she needed to speak out. Still, radio silence from Tori's camp. Again, you got an open case on you. Cool. Then, the day after, the culture is rocked by the Breonna Taylor decision. The day after is when you decide to break your silence. First thing, again. Right. The timing couldn't have been worse. Again, it, if you're looking at, if you're one of the people who actually want to hear Tory side, right, or actually, you know what, let me hear a side, or you, you, want, you want people to believe you, releasing a statement about you, about a situation where you allegedly shot a black woman after a black woman who was shot got no real sense of justice, probably is not your best strategy. You, you can. Number one. I think, the, I think the kids call it reading the room. Read the yes, room. Yes, the kids call it reading the room. Secondly. Yes. Secondly. And um, someone actually told me that the reason why he released the album instead of doing like, uh, secondly, when you release an album, it feels like you're trying to make money off of a tragedy. Yes. I understand legally, I guess, him releasing an album explaining things, he's still under he could call it creative license. So it's not like they can really bring the lyrics to any potential court hearing because it's <sighs> under the creative license. What I was told from one of my lawyer friends. Shout so out like, to them. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. But again, we're talking about optics here. We're talking about the optics of the situation. You releasing an album explaining your side makes it look like you're trying to profit off of the, the infamy and the notoriety that you got because you allegedly shot one of the hottest black or female rappers in the foot. Just bad optics all around. Third, in the actual album, you spend a lot of time facilitating between wanting to be back with Megan because you, because you in your album, say that you and Megan were involved, you were lovers, you love her, whatever, whatever. And then chastising Megan for, for naming you as the person who shot her. And then chastising everyone who believes Megan. 
after right. she named one that you were shouting. Not the proper way to go about it. Because <laughs> at the end of the I day, I honestly want his manager fired. He's because already, there's no fucking way. He probably already. He doesn't have a PR team. He doesn't. Have, he needs a crisis management team. He needs a PR team. Because where is Olivia Pope when you need her? She would never let this shit go down. So I don't believe Tory's side. Because again, he has the right to say what he, he has the right to face his accuser. I don't have to I don't have to believe him. Right? You know what I mean? Kind of <laughs> someone who's dealt with an accusation. I have a right to, to to battle back against that accusation, but I can't force people to believe me. Right. And the numbers came in. It's his lowest uh, streaming out first week sales ever. Um, mm-hmm. J. Cole already told us about how niggas be faking their streams. Yep. And, and the last thing is while the Oh, because I can't wait. While the majority, and I think I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a segue to you, because the majority of black people, black men I saw weren't fucking with it weren't weren't here for it wasn't wasn't fucking with it the loud minority that 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 was waiting for a reason to come out and jump out the ledge and say you did you believed him there's no real rhyme or reason for that besides the fact that you just don't believe black women when they say they've been harmed because again the 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 story that megan says makes a lot more sense than the story Tori says. No one was there besides the people that were there. So all of this is conjecture. But from what the stories they've told, there's a lot less holes in the Megan story than there are in the Tori story. For me. And I, and even if I don't feel the necessarily the need to jump out the window and defend a Tory Lane because A, I don't know that man. <laughs> and B, in this climate, not even necessarily in this climate, but when you're, when you're accused of the things that Tory is accused of, you, I know it's technically innocent of proven guilty in the court of law, but when okay. you're acute, but you're in the court of law, that, that's how they had to play it because there's a doubt you can't, you know what I mean? But in with those accusations, you kind of, in the court of public opinion, you have to be able to prove, you have to kind of fight that fight and prove by the shadow of a doubt that you ain't do it. Like, if she says you did it, you got to have like actual hard evidence and no, I was nowhere there. Like, she said I shot her, I was not. But you, but and, and I'm not going out the way to defend that. You feel me? I'm not going out the way to defend that. And I think, even though a lot of a lot of black people are on the side of Megan, I, it's for it's for loud minority of people who aren't who make the who 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 turn into the echo chamber and make the conversation a lot more difficult and a lot more dark and toxic than it needs to be. All right. Go. So, all right. Friend, you said you had a lot of my points, but they're, they're, I, I hate when people piggyback points, so we're going to keep it rolling, right? Whew. 
I'm just going to talk to, I'm talking to the loud minority, Calvin. So before you start accusing me of generalizations, I need you to understand who I'm talking to, okay? Listen, I've had, I've, before, you, before you go, because I've had these conversations online, you know, most, you know what I mean, most of the week, because it's like, when people, people don't, the conversation and the narratives, people don't outwardly specify a lot of times on who they're talking to. And when you paint with broad strokes, and then when someone, you know, gets hit that wasn't, and when someone gets hit, and then I'm like, whoa, whoa, why you hit me? And then you get mad at the person reacting. That's what I don't necessarily like. It's because you generalize. We do this all the time. Men, men women, you generalize an entire group of people. Someone takes offense at that generalization, and then you, then you, if it didn't apply, don't let it fly. Well, you could, if you call me a bitch-ass nigga, I know I'm not a bitch-ass nigga, but I can still get mad at you calling me a bitch-ass nigga. Even if it's not true, you still, I can still get mad at that. But that's my, that's my last point. Continue. All right. Like, it, it, try not to get emotional, right? Because as a black woman, at, if I were to take a poll within my own friend group, right? Because my friend group is encompassed of majority black women. Of how many of us have been put in harm's way or been directly harmed by black women, I mean by black men, it, it would be probably about 99% of us. And when I say, like, not even just the petty ass niggas ain't shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, relationship, whoop de woo drama that we go through. I'm talking about seriously putting harm's way. The majority, actually, the totality of the harm in my life that I've actually endured has come from the hands of a black man. So when I speak about this kind of shit, it's hard not to get emotional because I know, I know what that feels like. I, I firsthand know exactly what the fuck that feels like, right? To the niggas who need to hear both sides, to the niggas that like, and niggas is, is gender neutral here because I call a couple of you fencing ass bitches too and I've got different words for y'all on a different day. To the people who sat here and, oh, we need to hear both sides and it's a dangerous time when people aren't allowed to, to win a court of public opinion and cancel culture and whoop-de-woo and blah 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 If we were talking about, for instance, Yaya Mayweather and, and be a young boy, yeah, let's hear both sides. Sure. We're talking about an unarmed Black woman being shot as she was walking away from harm or confrontation. She was walking the fuck away. Now, if Tory Lanez wasn't Tory Lanez, now, if the shooter wasn't fucking Tory Lanez, if it was LAPD, y'all wouldn't need both sides. And that's my point. It's protect black women until it's black men we need protection from. Then all of a sudden, everybody becomes Inspector fucking Gadget, Detective Stabler, head-ass nigga. Let's protect black women until it's the protection isn't, and we need to be protected from our brothers, uncles, and daddy. It's protect black women until it's your frat brothers and best friends. Then all of a sudden, niggas need details. It's protect black women until y'all don't. And to be honest with you, completely honest, 
I hear protect black women from some black men and I laugh. Because it's protect black women until it comes to you cheating on your baby mama or not taking care of your fucking kids. It's performative. And you don't actually mean it. It's protecting me in ways that I didn't even realize I needed protection. Because as a man, that's what the fuck you do. And so the women who choose to be laid up with these hear both sides ass nigga, he don't give a fuck about you, sis. He gives a fuck about what you do for him. And there's a difference. I get so... At this point, I'm not even hurt. I'm beyond that. Like, I'm, I'm not even disappointed. I don't know what I am when it comes to the way that a lot of some of these black men treat black women. And I just have to remind myself that I'm truly surrounded by straight up fucking, I'm surrounded by niggas who would die about me. And what a blessing that is. And when I say they'll die about me, it means putting a cap in anybody's ass, specifically a nigga's ass, who ever tried like that. I got checked today in the group chat because I almost put myself in harm's way playing too fucking much. By black men who give a fuck about me. It... <laughs> At this point, I'm pulling face cards. I'm pulling cards. Oh, it's protect black women, huh? And I'm keeping receipts because y'all niggas are disgusting. And the way that y'all really actually feel about black women is performative. You don't care. And I'd rather you just say, Alex, I really don't. Black women, not my thing. Y'all on your own. Because at least I can look the devil in his face and recognize it. And call it, what, call it exactly what it is. No, I don't want to listen to Tori's album. I didn't even log into his live. Like, he had a, he had a live? Tory, not me, when, uh, not alive, but I guess what, I'm sorry. Not, um, my bad. Whatever the fuck he, his pro album promotion, giving that kind of shit any kind of attention, bro. I'm not doing none of that shit. I'm not supporting people who directly harm black women. It's not hard. It's not hard. And y'all talk about, oh, well, his album was a banger. I'm not giving it to, I'm not, I'm not giving it any spins to find out. Tory Lanez has been selling y'all nostalgia for years. It was cute until it wasn't. Do you like Tory Lanez or did he just remix a banger? Like, and, and I mean, sincerely think about it. The majority of his catalog, a little bit, all of his mixtapes are fucking samples. Do you like Tory Lanez or did he sample your favorite song? Like, and, and just be really, and honestly, it's not hard to not support niggas who are putting the people, who are putting black women in harm's way. It's not hard. It's, it's really not hard. You don't want to. And, and just say that. Just say that. I don't know, Calvin. I, I'm trying. The shit like this annoys me. Because to be honest with you, and I tweeted this, and this, you know, it's a really, really interesting day when my tweets make it to Facebook and I'm getting tagged by family members in viral tweets wild but one of my tweets made it to facebook lord knows and it was bro if i wanted to hear nipsey hustle shooter side of the story y'all be ready to fight and y'all talked about oh well it's on camera okay so it being on camera shows me what happened it doesn't show me why it happened so i need y'all to actually start reading for comprehension but like i just i don't want to cut you off i don't want to cut you off Go ahead. Um. 
he said his side of the story. So I, so I remember shot our brother kind of told you like we we know it was a great example. I see what you mean, but we 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 already know his side of the story. But I understand what you're. I understand your point, right? I understand like we we don't we don't line up to hear like if 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 the cops had you know shot Breonna Taylor decided to drop a mixtape, we're not going to go and listen to it. Um. And, and so, that's my point. I, I I understand your point. I see your point. Like I, it's one of those things. Where it's like I get your point, but also on our platform or on the side, I'm like, hey, so it's like I understand what you said, but this is what happened. But I get your point, so I ain't gonna check you publicly because I understand what you're trying to you say. You can play you, and this is what I'm saying. And trust me, y'all were in my inbox acting fucking crazy too. I didn't cuss a couple of y'all out. That's not my point. My point about the matter is that you want to play the semantics game with me because I'm right. And that's what I noticed. People will try to play with your words when they know that they don't have a leg to stand on. I'm not the one to play with. You know exactly what my point was. And, and it, insert anybody. Okay, so tape out Nipsey. Insert Pop Smoke. Do I have your attention now? Like, stop playing with me. And, and it's wild that in order for me to get my point across, I got to disrespect niggas. Just, just stop playing with me. That's all I ask. My final I'm going to start calling y'all niggas straight the fuck out. Y'all claim that y'all, especially you niggas that I know for a fact, disrespect and disregard the humanity of black women. I'm going to start calling y'all asses out. Every time I see you post, you care about black women, but I know how you get down. I'm out in your ass. I don't have room to continue to respect or respect or protect black men who don't give a fuck about me. Y'all niggas going to have to start marching for your fucking self. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. Do you want to hear my point? It's your podcast. <laughs> I'll take that non-answer as an answer. Okay. Um, here's my, here, here's how I wrap it up, right? Because I, I feel you. I feel you on a lot. I don't, we never fully agree. And I know that sometimes I'm just the representative that gets it. You feel me? A lot of the times, I'm just a representative that gets it because I, ha- I, I actually be trying to listen. And I, I have to stop internalizing it because it really, it fucks with me. Um, it fucks with me and it also fucks with me that I know that no one gives a fuck that it fucks with me. Does that make sense? Like, I know that I, even if the way I feel is valid, that it's not valid enough to, in, to, 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 to be a counterpoint. So I just eat it. Cause I, I, I could, I, it's just one of those things where you just, you got to continue to do the work, even though, you know, you can only t- handle you, you know what I mean? So I'm, words are hard. So it's like, I know I got to continue to do the work no matter what I log on on social media and see. And I know that I can't, I don't speak for everybody. I try not to speak for people I don't know. I try because that's how you get yourself fucked up. It's 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 one of those things. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's one of those things where I don't believe this is a plot to divide the community. If that makes, I'm not one of those things like this is a this is a setup. They just trying to divide us, y'all. This, I'm not I'm not one of those niggas. I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy theory type nigga. But I do understand that if we try to do this on our own, like without each other. That we will fall. 
Does that make sense? I'm not saying this, this is a division that is planted or that people who, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, like, you're not right in how you feel. I'm just, I'm, I see how shit plays out if we do this. And so, I also look at it, uh, and this is not, this again is not a counterpoint. I also look at all the women who say you, the cops aren't killing you niggas fast enough. I've been called a bullet bag by a bitch before. And I'm calling her a bitch because she is a bitch. I'd agree. You know what I mean? Like, I have to kind of keep my head down as a, as, a, as a man, as a black man, and just continue to do the work and then know when to shut the fuck up. And, I'm, and it, it, for me, and trying not to internalize all of that is it's hard because I try to look at what I do and I try to look at how I move and how I act and how I try to do the best I can. And, and I try not to internalize and try to like remind myself, ain't not talking about you. But that doesn't, it doesn't really give me solace because I still see people who I care about hurt and I can't do shit to fix it. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, so let me correct you. Right. Sorry. Not I'm again for cutting you off. Calvin, and I'm just going to say this, right? You're you do you now understand the sentiments of black women. Because we stand in the gap a lot of times on a for a lot of different people, specifically black men. And we eat a lot of shit that isn't even ours to eat simply for, for the name of progress. For the name of advancement, for the name of getting ahead as a community and as a whole, black women stand in that gap. We are like there. We bridge the gap every day, all the time, not only just for fellow black people, for other cultures and other people of color. We do that all the time. Gabrielle Union being the example that comes to mind. Like. All the time. So to say that you're the nobody gives a fuck, I'm going to disagree. We absolutely care. It's, we care because we also, and, it, and we care, but I understand that it also comes across as dismissive because it's like, yeah, nigga, we care because we do the same shit all the time. What's your point? But understand that, yes, we care because we do the work all the time. We're always doing the work. The, 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 that burden to bear is constantly on our shoulders. And so when we hear you saying this shit is heavy, we're like, yeah, my nigga, I, my back is, is permanently curved because of how long. We've had to walk, carry that load. You finally get it. You see it. You understand. And I know that message comes across very dismissive, but it's like hearing somebody complain about, not complain, but hearing somebody address pain that you, you've always carried and calling it heavy is like, yeah, and what about it? That's, that's my point. It? So that's my point, right? And that's why me, I just shut the fuck up. Because I'd rather eat it alone than have nigga, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather eat it alone than have the conversation. And yeah, nigga, and like, because that's going to piss me off. Even if it's true, it's going to piss me off. So I'd eat it. I don't talk to niggas. I don't, even, like, I, I only vent when I literally get overloaded and I can't hold it in no more. It's unhealthy as shit, but it's how I do things because the moments I start to kind of, like, be honest about what I'm going on, get a bunch of niggas gaslighting me and telling me shut the fuck up. So I shut the fuck up because I don't want to do this shit. Because, if, cause again, especially because it's not you, but because you and me have it, we, we talk to each other respectfully. A lot of these motherfuckers right. don't. And you're not about to disrespect me over my experiences just because you feel like I don't deserve to have them. So I shut the fuck and up. And that's fair. And I that's shut the fair. fuck up. 
And I'm not saying that that treatment is right. I'm not saying that you deserve to be dismissed like that. Nobody does. But getting you to understand my humanity and the plight that I've, I have experienced as a black woman and getting and, and, and you, you finally getting a peek or a taste of it is not vindication for me. It's not justice. It's like, all right, fellow black man, it, maybe it's your turn to carry this a little bit, too. Or, you know what? I'm not even asking black men to carry black women because you can't. What I'm asking black men to do at this point in time is the shit that you put on black women's shoulders, your shit. I'm not carrying black men's shit and my shit anymore. I don't, I don't have that. And I don't have that kind of strength anymore. Y'all stole it from me. You stole it. You used it. And oftentimes, it does not get replenished. That well runs dry. And it's me. What's funny about the well of black women, right? If, to, to use this metaphor. The, the well of black women runs dry a lot of times. And it's never the black, fellow black women that are taking from it. Because oftentimes, as a black woman, whatever I take from my sisters, if I need to lean on them, I also pour back into them. So a lot of times, especially in my friend group, we're sharing from the same pool of water, the same well. So when black men dip their cup in, when the other non-people of color dip their cup in, when white people take their buckets in, it's other black women I have to pull from for more water. So I'm pulling from the same resources that are also being used in the way that I am. The shit gets old. Who do black women lean on? other black women and if we're always leaning and pulling leaning and pulling on each other eventually get worn down eventually you just get fucking tired but for me as a black woman i'm going to save space for other black women because i know that their well is almost as dry as mine so my extension of patience is going i'm always going to have patience for black women because i get it i i i get it and it's not to be dismissive of black men and pain and, and you seeing the empathy and the humanity of what we actually go through. Not to be dismissive of that, but it is to let you know that when it, we're talking about the priority list, the list of priorities, black women are going to come first. And if I can get to you, I absolutely will. All I That's it. All I know is how I'm going to move from this point forward. I'm not sharing shit with nobody. Because... Because it doesn't seem fair on either side. So I'm so me, how I'm moving, I don't I don't have a trust to for other people to take care of my shit. So I won't share it because I don't trust it. And I'll do what I can. I continue to do the work, but I'll just will be silent about anything that I'm going through because niggas ain't gonna disrespect my feelings and how I feel. And that's how I felt. And I will, and again, I'm not going to make the same mistakes. I will make different mistakes. And if this is a mistake of me just shutting the fuck down because I will, I refuse to be disrespected on me trying to be open and honest about how I feel, that's how it's going to be. I will do the work and I'll, and I'll shut the fuck up because that seems to be what is needed from me in order to make this wheel continue to turn. I'll do it. I'll eat it. I'm not eating. I'm not doing it to, to be harmful. I'm not doing it to be dismissive. Of I'm not doing it. I'm more so it's like, you know what? Y'all don't want to hear from me. That's fine because other niggas have abused that right. So I will shut the fuck up. You ain't got to worry about me asking anybody for shit because other niggas have abused that right. 
kind of like other niggas talking at recess. So if no one gets a recess, cool. I'll st- I'll, I won't take a That's fine. It is what it is. Because I understand the games. I understand the feelings. I understand the thoughts. I understand. I've had these conversations over and over and over and over again. And what seems to be the common theory is, look, nigga, I hear you, but shut the fuck up right now. Because you're not, you, you, you shut the fuck up. We need to focus on this. And I understand. And I agree. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. Because that seems to be the best course of option. Calvin, I just need you to understand, A, that's unhealthy. But B, I can't sit here and tell you how to cope and how to manage. I can say that I do pray that in, I, I do pray that you find your safe space. And I know that you're not talking about me directly because you and I talk off wax. We, we touch base with each other all the time. So it's not, I'm not taking that, that person. What I am saying is that you do need to find a safe space and a safe outlet that allows you to express yourself in a manner that isn't going to lead to disrespect. Do I think that social media is a place? No, because I find myself doing the same thing. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. You just need to know your audience and know who you can go to with what. And I am learning my audience, right? I'm learning. See, again, right. I don't make the same mistakes twice. I'm learning my audience. I'm learning that social media is, is never going to be the place for anything positive. But I'm also learning that, you know what? Because, you know, I got called to the court like, hey, you're dumping. Cool. I'll eat it. I, I won't let other people be stressed out over my shit. I refuse. Because I don't feel like that's fair. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to and, and at the end of the day, that's you know, I'm not doing it as like I'm gonna take my ball and go home. I'm doing it because I give a fuck about the people that in my life. To you know what I mean? So I was like, look, y'all all got your own shit y'all going through. How dare I? Add to that by trying by 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 giving you know what I'm saying like how the, the, the it's like it's the nerve of me and you know right. I'll use my therapist you know what I'm saying whatever but like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stress my niggas out off of my shit so I will tuck my shit because that's what seems to be the best course of option to not harm other people I will tuck it and I will push through until I can't push through no more. Well, you know what, friend? Would you like to end us on a positive note, at least? Uh, go, 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 Lakers, man. Go, Brian. Go, Brian. You know what I'm saying? Brian, Brian, bring this chip home. I'm about to watch the finals right now. Um, I need something positive in my life at this point. Um, I, I, I'll be in, I'll be in LA. I'll be in LA this weekend. So that's positive. Um, pray for me. I'm this is my first time on a flight since. Since all of this shit started, um, and I, you know, I got I got my face shield, my face mask, and you know, all that shit. So, haven't have I finished packing? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But you know, I'll be packed by the time you hear this episode. <laughs> um, I'm weak, but yeah, I you know, just hopefully, Brian bring this shit home. I need I need something positive in my life. 2020's been a shit show. It's beating me down every chance I can. And at this point, I'm it's beating down everybody, so I'm not even gonna share my bruises because everybody else is bruised up. So that's all I got. Um, this weekend I will actually be making my way up up north. 
Um, I will be in Columbus on Saturday, kind of just stopping through. Um, I needed some, I need to, my bad, y'all. Um, my fucking dresser got caught on my leg, my bad. But I um, just need some air and I don't, can't really go too far right now. So I'm going to go say what's up to the homies in Columbus. Get some love. Um, y'all just be safe. Love on each other. Do do something for yourself this weekend. If it's take a nice bubble bath, do that. If you need a nap, do that. Whatever it is, whatever your thing is that helps you decompress and unwind, do that. So it's your girl, Ali Nicole. It's your boy, C. Diddy. We are out of here. Peace. Later. Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing a defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone. Show, about to show, about to show my shot. Yo.